You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we're here to uh, talk about the upcoming Miss America pageant. Uh, oh, and Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day, all yeah. the things that we did for yeah. us. Roses, candy, dinners. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh-huh. I noticed on the intro that the guy says we're trucking experts. Do you realize we're trucking experts? I, you know, well, they... Uh, they get into this Kevin Rutherford group, and he's a trucking expert, so I guess we're trucking experts, too. Okay. <laughs> As if we knew our ass from a hole in the ground about that. <laughs> All right. Well, we are. Uh, we took a couple of weeks off um, and, and for personal business, and then to, uh, because we didn't figure anybody would listen during the Super Bowl anyway. It's possible that it would, but I wouldn't have been paying attention. You wouldn't have been paying attention. You was watching the game. You know, that second half of the game, I could have missed most of it. Is that right? It was pretty slow. The first quarter was great. Yeah. Second half, not that good. Oh, okay. Well, I was just listening to it while I was driving, so I had no idea. I was just and they did this, and they did that, and, and then they did this, and okay, cool. What's the score? <laughs> Far out. Okay, but now we're back, and we're supposed to talk about tire wear and handling issues. That's what we're we're really kind of experts at. Is kind of maybe, not necessarily the business end, but uh, at least tire wear and the handling. tire wear and handling. All right, if you have a question or a comment, a good one or bad one, we don't care. Push one on your phone dial. That'll put you in the question answer queue. And if you push it twice, you will be erased from the universe. Don't want to do that. Um. Do we have anything left as a gravitational wave? A gravitational wave. And they did detect a grab wave this week. That's what I heard. Awesome. We now know that we knew, what we knew was there all the time. We can actually say it's there. I guess. I guess. Some guy named Einstein. 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 He knew yes. it was there. He knew it was there. I didn't know it was there. Oh, well, what the heck. Um, do we have anything new and exciting to talk about? Anything new or exciting in our business world? How Thing to talk about. Hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Can't think of a thing. Yeah, it's it's. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. We've talked about stuff. We've got old stuff. We got old stuff, and we'll just talk about that as we get to people. But in the meantime, we'll stick with what we're supposed to know about. What do we know? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask a question. Somebody's up there that's got a question. Where's he from? The three hundred one. What's your guess? I think 302 is Delaware. Yes. I think 301, then, is going to be Montana. I'm going to guess it's Maryland. You're not really guessing. I'm not guessing? <laughs> I'm cheating? You don't know how to play this game, do you? I gave up playing this game. I cheat. So the next question is, is that individual in Montana or Maryland? Uh, I'm going to say this person is between the two. Between the two, that gives you a broad area. <laughs> I'm going to say he's at home. I'm trying to figure out why the hell he's listening to this conversation. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. How Hello. you doing? 
I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing fine. And are you in fact? You are in Maryland. Okay, very good. I'm in Maryland. Montana is on the other side of town. Way, way, way out there. Way on the other side of town. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah. What can we do for you? Um, my question is two parts. I uh, have a handling issue. When I'm driving at 55 miles an hour, bobtailing, the truck pops up and down, and it's not in the steering. If I go a little bit less, it disappears. If I go a little bit more, it disappears. Around 55, that's the sweet spot. It's popping up and down. I feel like I'm on a trampoline. And okay. uh, not sure what's going on. I have a Kenworth T660. It's a known nine. Otherwise, it drives straight. No tire problems. And uh, the second part is, I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I was wondering if you have any recommendations of a shop that could do a good diagnosis on a problem like that. Okay. All right. The first thing is, when you describe that, it sounds to me like it's a driveline angle problem, which could okay. mean that the, the airbags are the wrong height. That would be the simplest correction. So if, if you know okay. how to measure the air ride height, I would adjust the air rides and just see if it changes it. If it does, okay. then you know you're in the right area. Okay? I have uh, an interesting scenario. Whenever I park the bobtail on a thick line in the morning and I've lost air. And if yeah. I park on a straight surface, I don't lose an inch, a pound of air. So oh I'm, my God. I'm wondering whether that is part of the problem. I'm not sure. If it's related. Well, I would certainly not park on a slope anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a problem with my leveling valve, you know? Yes, you could. Yes, you could. It could very easily be a problem with a leveling valve, and it would actually solve, it could solve both problems. Now, yes. if, if you don't want to do this diagnostic work yourself, there's a right. Freightliner dealer in Hagerstown that I like real well. Okay. And that's not very far from where you're at. I don't know. No, no. It's about an hour away. Yeah, I would give them a call, the Freightliner in Hagerstown, and tell them what you got and see if they want to tackle it. But I know the people there. I like them, and I would give them a shot. So a driveline angle issue can be if there's a a place here, it does chassis only. They're experts at working on chassis, and I was going to give them a shot, mm-hmm. uh, what would be your opinion about a, a place that does that? Because it, 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 they do a suspension, they do all kinds of stuff. I, I would give them but a yeah. try. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know anything bad about them, so that's okay. Right. Uh, right. But you could, you could try this yourself to begin with by right. simply right. lowering the air height or raising the air height a little bit and test driving it and see what happens. Right. Now, All right, okay. what what kind of rear suspensions on this Kenworth? Not sure. Okay, but I, if you look at it from the side, or is there a big curved leaf spring that comes in front of the of the drive tires? Yes. Ah, so it's a flex air or a three eighty on a Kenworth. Okay. Yes. And they do have a problem with that particular suspension. That okay. when you're when you're bobtailed, that big curved spring gets bigger 
and changes your driveline angles. And when you load the truck, when you load Uh the truck, the spring compresses and gets shorter and changes your driveline angles. Oh, so it's got, and this also, this also happens during uh, under load, under torque. Yes. When you're stepping on the throttle under load, you're also changing the angle a little bit. Right. But is that that a defect or? It's a design. It's It's just. And there's a characteristic, and there are ways to adjust that spring. There's places to put shims in there to change that spring's height, loaded and empty, to keep it in the correct range when you're loaded and empty. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So, but the but the end issue is if you correct it for when you're bobtailing, you might have an issue when you're loaded. Yeah, they they're very finicky about where they have to be set. So it may be that you've got as good as it's going to get right now. But you won't know until you try it. Yeah, you, you do have to look into it. I mean, what if the yeah, electric valve issue does something? Right, right. I've bobtailed before, and I never had this problem. So I'm just wondering why all of a sudden did it surface? Well, you know? let's look at it this way. Let's say your air valve has gotten weak, okay? Okay, okay. And when you're under load, the arm is sticking out at a certain angle, and it's keeping your airbag at the same height. But when you disconnect the trailer, the airbags get taller, which significantly changes the angle. The valve is supposed to let the airbags back down to the correct height, but what if it's not letting it back down? Yeah, but why at 55? Oh, because that's the driveline angle where all the harmonics build up. Right. If there's, I got you. The driveline angle issue is based on different yeah, speed. I, yeah. yeah, I was just curious about that. I mean, it almost never fails. As soon as he hit 55... The whole cup starts popping up. Yep, yep. That sounds like a driveline problem. Uh, okay. And and I would I would be looking at the airbag valve. I would looking at the heights, and particularly since it's never done it before, either the springs have gotten weak, yeah, or the shot, or the airbag is not raising and lowering like it's supposed to. It's going to be one of those two things. But the fact that yeah, I, I I did change one of the airbags when I was in Wisconsin at a TA, but because I've always been under load, this never happened. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know if that could, could, you know. Anyway, thank you very, very much, because I have a few things that I can look at when I'm talking to them tomorrow, so that will be really helpful. Very good, buddy. You have a great day. Thank huh? you, sir. You, you right, bye-bye. Bye. Ride and handling, and we got one, I think, right? Maybe. 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 I don't know. One of these days, we should have some of these people who we've given this phony, stinking advice to, have them call back and, and tell us whether it actually worked or not. Some of them have. Oh, they have? Yeah, some of them. It's been a year. I realize it's been a long oh. year, but it's been a year. I don't remember last week. How the hell do I know somebody called us back? <laughs> I don't think anybody has called back and said we didn't give them the right information. But, uh, yeah, but those people don't call back. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't listen to us anymore. <laughs> well, they should. They should. If we if we screwed up, we'd like to know. Well, I would. Yeah. Okay. But, right. uh, but yes, we've had some callbacks. All right. We've got another question on the line. We do. Where is he from? Three, two, one. Guess what? I know where that's at. Oh, I do too. I do too. That's from California, Vandenberg Air Force Base. Close. 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 Houston. Wait. No. 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 Not Houston. Cape Canaveral. (laughs) Cape Kennedy, yes. Where the rockets go off. Okay, let's try this guy. Now, is he at home or not? 
Uh, I would be. You would be in Florida? You wouldn't be anywhere else in the United States? Uh, not right now. Sure wouldn't be in the Northeast. I wouldn't be in the Midwest. All right, we're going to guess this guy's in Florida. Houston, okay, no, I'm not in Florida, problem. but I'm from Florida. <laughs> you are? Okay, now are you the guy that's from Florida but lives in California and you're in Arizona all the time? No, no, I'm I'm from. I used to live in Florida. I live in Missouri now, so ah, I still had the same number. The B2s are but, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've called you a couple of times. I had a trailer issue. I've had some tires being chewed up on my trailer. I can't seem to figure out what's wrong with it. But my question is, and I know this may sound kind of stupid, but I'm not sure. I've never owned my own trailer. Do you balance trailer tires also? We recommend you balance everything. Most people don't. That's what I thought. Recommend. That's what I, I that's what I thought. It made sense if you're gonna balance the drives and the steers, why would you not do the trailer also? Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Okay. It was not all right, it was not a stupid question. Okay. Then my next question is, do you have any preference on the centering beads? I mean the centering pins or the balance beads or the centromatics? Do you do you think it makes a difference? Because I'm yes, gonna get a whole like new set of, of tires here. I like all of them. I like the pins okay. along with some dynamic balancer. Yes. Centromatic is great. Counteract is great. Equal is great. Uh, the centering pins are great. Um, all now of those things pins, work. Right. The centering pins only does nothing for the balance. That just sit on the hub right, correct? Correct. Now, if it's not centered on the hub, it's out of balance. It's out of balance. So it is helping with balance by centering it. Okay, so it, so what I need to do the centering pins plus the balancers? Yes, uh, correct. Yes. correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. It just, it just okay. solves one more problem. Now, what what kind of tire wear were you having on the trailers? Well, it, they're all, like I said, it's a mishmash of used tires, and I've had it oh. aligned, and I've had the radius rods replaced, and I've taken it back to the the uh, the same trailer place because they've mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty good but and mm-hmm. i've had it aligned a couple of times and it's just mm-hmm. you're wearing differently on every axle like one's got a couple yeah. of but, flat now, spots here say, there but was this is this the one you said you have you have multiple axles or is this the one where like the front of the three axles was wearing faster than the other two yeah, there was one that was wearing faster than the other ones, but it's not, now, that's it, not the problem right now, but they're just all wearing differently, different patterns of wear, and I don't know whether it's, I have no idea. I could be, you know, yeah, like you, loose wheel bearings. It could be lots of stuff, you know. It's hard to get, it's hard to get nailed down at this point. Is it two axles or three axles? Two. Two, okay. Two axle well, trailer, two axles, fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. all right. And and the dominant wear is not necessarily on the inside edge of the inside tire, right? No, no. Okay. All right, good. So I agree with what you're doing. You're going to need to start off with some fresh rubber, get them balanced, get them centered, right. Right. and then monitor okay. them, and then we can decide if we need to do anything else. Right. And this yeah, wasn't that's what I was thinking. The, this wasn't the one with the 17-inch rims, was it? No, no. I These are regular 22 Five, everything, 25 low-profile tires. I don't think they're 17-inch rims. I don't think so. They're 22, right? No, they're However, 22. Yeah, 17 can be real small, like on a pickup truck. That's yeah, right, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. These are regular tires. Okay, yeah, so I figured start it with all the same tires, put the balance yep. beads in there, and centering yep. pins, and then go from there and watch the wear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Not a problem. You have a great day. And keep your tire pressure Thank up. Thank you, too. Bye-bye.
Yes. Bye. Yes. All right. Bye bye. Missouri. Misery. But it's a Florida phone number, so we weren't wrong. Correct? Correct. 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 I like being correct. Uh, okay. It didn't cut off, did it? There it did. Yeah. Not did. And our next one? We, we have, have another one? Caller. We have another one? That other person disappeared. Yeah, we have we have another caller. And it is uh, the 440 area. 440. Do you have any guesses on 440? If I wanted to guess, I would say, oh, Arkansas. Boy, you're cold. <laughs> Ohio. 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 And if they have any sense at all, they're not in Ohio right now. Of course, if we had any sense at all, we wouldn't be in Iowa. Uh, Iowa. <laughs> all right. Let's see what Ohio has to say and if they're at home. Hello, Ohio. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, it is uh, quite cold here. Actually, I just jumped out the car truck and got right back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what's up, buddy? Well, oh, sixth century, and <clears throat> I'm kind of calling more to maybe confirm something with the drive line. But okay, it's, it's confirmed. Yeah, it is actually. That's true. <laughs> okay. It's it stretched. Yeah. So instead of just having the drive line that would be, you know, for the regular tractor part, it's like adding three more drive shafts. Right. And and what's happening and it's it's almost done it all the time since I since I've owned it for a couple hundred thousand miles. When I start getting, when it's, and it's an automatic, so when you get up in the 10th gear and I go to get on the power, it's almost like I get a slip or, you know, like it cuts out of fuel. Uh-huh. And then when I back off the gas, I, I go back onto it and everything's fine. And I've pretty much eliminated that it's lower fuel or anything else, and we have put in a, a clutch in it since then. But when I'm on flat ground and, you know, say down anywhere in South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, running, you know, east to west, I don't ever have that problem. You know, and I just, the engine's been turned up. It's pretty close to 600. So that top gear, that's where all that power is. And I'm just trying to, in my mind, I'm thinking that there's too many drive shafts. And I'm getting some kind of, it's not all together. You know, everything's not thinking as one nice or two drive shafts like it would normally have. You know what I mean? So, so you, think you, you think you have some drive line lash. There you go. Okay. And that is possible, particularly in the carrier bearings. They're all rubber mounted, and I've seen carrier bearings that when the torque hits them and it's really heavy, they actually move out of place a little bit. That could be what you're feeling, but since it's an automatic, and since there can be hesitation in the automatic, now is it a is it a true automatic or is it an electronic shift manual transmission? Yeah, there's no clutch pedal. So it's a true I mean, automatic then. Yeah, and it, and it 
and I, it, it only allows you to the highest gear you can start off in its second, and it progressively goes all the way up. And it does fine going up through the gears. Uh-huh. The downshifting that has a problem, but it's not terribly bad. It's just when I'm in tenth gear, and since the motor got turned up, and it, it just seems like oh, so wait a minute, wait it, a minute. Wait a minute. What you could be feeling when you're slowing down out of that is that the engine RPMs have to come to a match to the gear RPMs, and the computer may be making it hesitate in order to get the gears to match. Yeah, so that that's along why I'm thinking that there's something not altogether down there in the driveline, right? That's basically what you're saying. Well, it could be, or it could be part of the design after it got turned up. Has it always been this way, or has it changed? Oh, it, it definitely once it once it got more power, then it it's been exaggerated. I, see, I think I think it's a lot of it's in my right foot. If I really nice and easy and squeeze it, I don't have any problems at all. Uh-huh. It's when I get a little heavy, and that's when uh-huh. the trailer's heavy. But say I'm getting on an on ramp is when everything will be fine, and all of a sudden I'll just... It's like the clutch is something. That's what it feels like. It, it, it could be, because if it's an electronic shift manual transmission, and I, and I don't know, okay? Yeah, we're out of our You're range. out of my ring. You're out of my field, okay? <laughs> I thought the electronic shift manual transmissions had a clutch anyway, and you had to start off with the clutch, and then the engine took over. But if it's an Allison automatic or true automatic, no. there is no clutch. No, this is, it, it's an Eaton. It's no an clutch. Eaton. Well, then it, then it should be an electronic shift, manual transmission. And the engine should be controlling the RPMs on the engine when you shift to match it to the gear. Okay? That's what prevents the grind. And with more power... It could take longer hesitation in order to get the shift made. I think it's a software issue. You think it's a, you think think it's a design a issue, and it's not something that you're going to be able to change. I think it's a software issue in the design of the computer controls. Right. And turning up the engine changed all the parameters. Yeah, now that. But it's still, it's still actually yeah. working. Is the thing? It, yes, it is. It actually works, you know, yeah. real good. It's just at that top end when it's got all that yeah. power sitting up there in that tenth gear. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I think it's just the computer trying to match gears and speed so that you don't grind the gears. But we're not yeah, and, and far, as far as those carrier bearings go. That rubber's mm-hmm. got to be fairly tight up in there, and it should be directly centered. It shouldn't be forward or back or anything like that, right? And it should. Uh, I agree, but but again, I have about as much knowledge of this as the waitress in the restaurant does. Almost, <laughs> um, well, a little more, but not not much, because this isn't tire wear and handling. This is drivetrain stuff, and you're really outside of our real field. Yeah, but, I give it a shot. All right, buddy. Well, good luck to you. If you get a tire wear problem, give us a call. All righty. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. He was in Ohio. Ohio. Okay. We got more questions. 
or comments. Yeah, we got a couple. There's somebody wanting to know what the hell are you guys doing talking about driveline? We're talking about driveline. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. No, they're going to have another question about driveline. Oh, please. Okay, no, well, let's find out. We'll find out. 817. 817. What do you think it is? Uh, Tennessee. You think it's Tennessee? I don't know. Well, I think it's Texas. Texas. Uh, Texas. Uh, Fort Worth. Uh, I got Fort Worth on my mind. Uh, it's probably, he's probably still in Texas. He's probably at home. It takes forever to get out of Texas. Forever to get out of Texas. You got to drive and drive and drive. <laughs> Hello? Fort Worthless? Fort Worthless? Fort Worthless? It's over there by Useless, Texas. By Useless, Texas, yes. <laughs> are you at home or are you on the road? I'm still in the great state of Texas, but I'm not at home. All right. See, I told you it took forever to get out of that place. It does. What's up, buddy? Well, um, what do you uh, what do you do when you got a sealed axle and it requires a a, a bearing adjustment? You know, you have the sealed sealed hub on the front axle. Is that is that adjustable? If you need to no. check your wheel bearing, it's not adjustable. You have to buy a whole new hub. You have to buy a whole new axle, pretty much. Even if no, even if you got like a hub. wheel seal leaking. Yeah, you got to buy a hub. A, a, okay. That's crazy. It's a, pressed, it's a pressed sealed bearing. This idea came over from Europe, and it was originally in the car market. And the original hub and bearing has a 750,000-mile warranty instead of a 100,000-mile warranty. When it gets loose, when the bearing gets bad, you buy a whole new hub for $1,500. Nice. Yeah, you could probably get a whole new axle at the salvage yard for fifteen hundred bucks. You might. The labor might be a little higher replacing it, but you won't ever have to replace it again. There you go. But you will have to maintain that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. In this case, you get a seven hundred fifty thousand right. dollars. Never have to touch again. Yep. If you can get it off, I've had some of those unitized sealed hubs that rusted to the spindle. And it took oh, a while wow. to get some bitch off. Well, you well, just hook not... a chain up to it and back to your truck yes. and just ram on it, you know? Go go like mad. <laughs> Something's uh, bound to give. <laughs> uh, I, I will. Okay. All right. Thank you. And happy New you Year. Bet you, buddy. You, same to you. Bye-bye. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Not that one either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, at least it wasn't driveline. Yeah. Okay. What's our What's our next guy? Seven seven zero. Seven seventy. That sounds familiar. It does. It does. George on my mind. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Let's see what Atlanta has to say. I bet he's at home. All right. Hello, Atlanta. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing quite fine. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty fair. Did we guess right that it's Atlanta? Yes, yes, yes. You got, you got it. You got it, man. I'm good at this. <laughs> yes, you get it good every day. <laughs> there you. What can we do for you? Okay. I wanted to talk about. I I got centromatic on my on my steers. Yes. And um, on the driver's side. The tire is eaten on both sides of the edge. Both shoulders. Yes. Okay. Sir. And how much inflation are you running? 
Um, I was running 105. Okay, and what size tire do you have? Uh, 25, 9 to 5. 295, 75, 22-pound? Yes, okay, yes. the sidewall of that tire requires a minimum of 110 PSI, and you're running 105. So you're underinflated to begin with. Okay. You should really have about yeah. 115 to 120. Yeah, 115 to 120 runs much better in those tires. Now, 12 pounds more well, than I, you could have seen a well, lot of different. Uh, I, had, I had tires before. I ran them at 105, and they were doing that, that thermo. Well, um, I put a good while. Yeah, but was it the same model tire? Uh, no. Okay. As you change to newer and newer tires, the more you buy low rolling resistance fuel efficient tires, everybody's selling now, they require more pressure or they won't wear right. That's what we've been finding over the last 10 years is the better the, tire, the rolling resistance, the better the tire itself, the more sensitive it is to tire inflation. Okay, so let me ask you a question. If I mm -hmm. should bump it up to to if I should bump it up to one ten, would it um, even out the the edges? No, no, no. Once you can see the tire wear pattern, the tire's done. It's going to keep doing oh, that's that. That's it. Yeah, it's <laughs> off to the races now. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me ask a couple more questions here. Sure. How fast do you drive? Oh, I drive very slow. I'm driving 60 right now. That's very good. And if you stay under 65, that helps, but you need more air. The second question is, is the left front tire the same make and model as the right front tire? Yes, sir. Okay, and what are they? Uh, they are Goodyear. Goodyear. Okay, and Goodyear really needs more air. Yeah. Yeah, they, they need a lot of air. Years. Yeah, okay. All right, now, do you understand why, once the pattern starts, that it will not stop? Yeah, I, I, think, I think I knew the answer. I just, I, just, I just felt like throwing it out there. Okay, all right, fine. Then we can leave that alone. Now, what other questions do you well, have? Yes, what, what I find out, though, I, I did this um, two years ago. Um, what I find out is that if, if the tire is given problem at the front and you change it and put it, like, on the drive or on the trailer... It tends mm -hmm. to even out. Uh, particularly on the drive, not so much on the trailer. Yeah, particularly, yeah, more on the drive. I, I've, I've, yes. I, I've experienced that um, a while back. Yeah, the engine torque has a chance to try and erase the pattern if it's not too bad. Right. Okay. It's a different environment, especially than the steer. The steer right. is just a, the worst. Well, the steer and the trailer are both free-rolling positions, so they just beat themselves up. Right. And the oh, okay. steers. Yeah. Okay? Okay. I appreciate the time. Thanks for what you guys do. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Thanks for calling. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Right. Now, I know I know he says he runs 105, yep. but I would be willing to bet that one time or another. the tire was a little low. Might have been. And then but then it, it's a good year, and you know what? And they're real sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Got to have more in it. We're talking about a Michelin. Mm -hmm. Continental or a Bridgestone. You'd have a little less of it. A little less, little less sensitivity. A little less sensitivity to that inflation. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, How long have we been doing this? I'm getting tired. We've been doing this for a year. Can I take a nap? <laughs> you, can, you could take a nap. You I'm an old guy. I need a nap. I you're going to need a nap. Can we take yeah. a break and have a recess? I'm waking up at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. I, I got to go to Canada tomorrow. 
what 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 what's the next theory code? Well, for the next twenty-seven minutes, yeah, we have two questions. Well, there'll be more. Uh, probably. Then the next area code is the five one eight area code. Five eighteen. New York City. Really? Well, it's New York anyway. New York. Yeah. Right. It's all yeah, New York is New York. And he's still in New York because he's frozen. He can't get the truck started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see what happens. Hello, New York. Hello. I'm How from you doing? New York, but I live in the 757, and I'm in the 317. 317, which means you are in Indiana. Yes, sir. Huh. So you're not up in the frozen tundra of the Northeast. You're in the frozen tundra of the Midwest. That's true. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, what's up? I just put a, a truck on the road, and uh, I'm just trying to diagnose uh, hopping that I have in the rear end uh, from 55 to 65. You have rabbits. Well, that that could be, yeah, possibly. <laughs> okay. Um, is this during acceleration, during deceleration, or when you're holding speed, or at all times? At all times. At all times you have this. Okay. So all right. this is a hop in the rear of the vehicle? Yes. Is that, yes. Is that right? That's what he said. Okay. Okay. Um, are the tires that you've got a good set of tires, or are they kind of funky? I have uh, two Michelin recaps and two Michelin versions on there. Um, the tall ones are on the right-hand side of the truck, and the short ones are on the left-hand side of the truck. Very good. Very good. And is this just a single-drive axle or a tandem? Tandem. It's a tandem drive. Okay, so you described to me... Four tires. What are the other four tires? Well, maybe it's a super single. Yeah, they're super singles. They're Michelin. Ah, super singles. Oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. All right. What you've just described to me sounds like a balance problem. So are they, you said two recaps and two virgins. Did they do anything to balance them when they put them on? I have no idea. I just bought this truck. Okay. Oh. All right. Here's what I would do if I was in your position. I would find some place I could take the truck to, or I'd take it to my garage if I have one. I would jack up the rear end and put jack stands where the U-bolts are in all four positions. Chalk the front. Chalk the front. Rotate the tires. Take the rocks out because they're going to come out in a minute anyway. And then I would run it up to speed on the jack stands. And have somebody outside watching. Don't tell them, don't stand behind the truck. You want to stand off to one side and watch the tires and see which ones are jumping up and down. And that'll tell you where your problem is. Okay. Yeah, I, I can definitely do that. Uh, I did have them rotate the tires uh, this past weekend, or yesterday, actually, uh, mm-hmm. trying to see if it was... Uh, you know, maybe I had the tall tires on the rear axle and I put the short ones uh, they were on the front axle and uh, I rotated them side to side like you recommended thinking that, that might have caused some of this but uh, 
it had a chance. It did have a chance, but yeah. uh, so now okay. gotta, this is another diagnostic technique. Yeah. Now let, let's just let's just pick on on the recap. Okay. Let's say they didn't do a real good job doing the recap, and they've got a real heavy spot in one of those tires. That'll give you exactly what you've got there. Right. So maybe it's just one. Maybe it's both. Or maybe it's not. Okay. Maybe it'll run nice and smooth as you spin it up to 60 miles an hour. Who knows? But that's a quick way to find out before you spend any money. All right. Well, I normally run counteract anyway, and uh, I like that. Uh, maybe maybe I should just uh, dismount them all and and put counteract in them and make sure everything's mounted correctly. Well, if you go to the right. Counteract does have an injection system, and yeah. some Counteract installers will have this, that they can just take the valve core out and blow the Counteract right in through the valve stem. Right. I've seen okay. that, but I, can't, I haven't found anybody that had it yet. Okay, all right. So you may have to, you won't have to dismount the tires. They can even do it while it's still on the truck. You jack the axle up, mm -hmm. you deflate the tire, you pop the bead loose, use a tire iron to open it up a little bit, throw the bag in there, and then reinflate the whole thing. You can do that also, and then. But the thing is, in the case of the, uh, especially if it's a recap issue, or if there's another issue that you don't know about because this is a new truck to you, even if you put these these balancers in, you might not solve the problem because it may be something else. It could be something's out of round. It could be something's out of place. There's lots of possibilities, and that's why running on the jack stands will help you look at things. And then, and then, no okay. direction okay. they need to take next. Okay. Would, would the uh, Freightliner uh, airbag lean have anything to do with that? Or no, no, no. no. Okay. Freightliner airbag thing is another problem altogether. Okay. Well, I got to fix that too. So. Okay, buddy. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Tall, or he's got uh, Freightliner with the airbag lean, and he, it's not typing. I don't know what happened. He's gone. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. That was that was five. That was four four zero. Oh. No, the other one was four five. Oh. Uh, no, that was that was five one eight. Oh, that was five eighteen. Yes, it was. It was New York City, who's in Indiana. See, I told you I don't remember anything. I don't know why it jumped around there. Who cares? The next one is similar. The next one is five oh nine. Okay. Opposite side of the country. Washington. Washington. This it guy could be at home. By Spokane, probably. Probably. Spokane area. Yeah. That'd yeah. be okay. All right. Okay. Let's see what we got. Yeah, I'd be in Washington if I was. Yeah, that's not a bad place. Hello, Washington. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you just fine. Okay. Well, you're off on where I'm at, but that's where I'm going. Ah. <laughs> And where are you? Pasco, Washington, right now. Pasco. Okay. Headed for Spokane. All right. Yeah, got some, I got some refrigerated groceries. Okay. I just had a question on tires. I was wanting to stop running my tires at maximum weight. They load us up at um, 34 on my drives all the time and 12 on my steers. Mm -hmm. I was wanting to switch to uh, 315 instead of 295. I wouldn't recommend it. Rating on the tires? 
I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about how much load is on each tire to begin with. If you have a tandem drive axle truck and you got 34,000 pounds on your drive axles, that means you have 17,000 pounds on each drive axle and there's four tires on it. That means each tire is carrying about 4,250 pounds of load. That tire is capable of carrying 6,000 pounds of load. Okay. So that tire is not overloaded at all in the drive or trailer position. Okay? Now, on the steer axle, if you're running a 14-ply or G-rated tire, it's capable of carrying 6,175 pounds of load on each tire. And with 12,000 pounds on there, you're running pretty much at the limit of the tire, aren't you? Yes, that's where I'm worried about it the most. The simpler solution is to keep buying the same size tire, but buy it in the 16-ply configuration, which will carry 6,600 pounds per tire so that you're not running at its limit anymore. And the, and okay. the 295, the 295, 25, 22.5 in the 16-ply gets more research done and can handle higher speeds more consistently than the 315 can. Okay. Well, yeah. speed's not an issue because I run 55 to 58 all the time. Right. Good. Right. But I would I'm the one that gets polluted all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well that's fine. But I would I would stay with the same low pro I assume you're running the low pro twenty two five, not the tall twenty two, is that correct? Correct. I would stick with the same tire, but I would buy it in a 16-ply configuration, and I would run a little higher pressure in it, like around 125, 130, and it should take care of your problems nicely. You'll have reserve capacity then. Very out nice and okay. smooth like a rock. All righty. That, that was my big question. You just saved me making a big mistake and lots of money. Very good, buddy. That's our job. Well, good Thanks. Luck. You guys have a good you night. Do. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. You too. <laughs> All right. Okay. And All right. Then we got, uh, well, two more in the queue, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one of them is the 608 area code. 608. 608. Oh, Wisconsin. A cheesehead. A cheesehead. A cheesehead. A badger. Uh, you think he's home? Uh, I wouldn't be. You wouldn't be? I bet he is. Let's see. We'll find out. Hello. Hi there. How you doing? I'm doing well, and I'm in Texas. He's in Texas. Kevin was right. He's not home. (laughs) (laughs) Good guess. What's up, buddy? I have a 2015 Volvo. It has air right front end on it. Airbag and a steering axle. And... I've never driven a truck, drive 41 years, that I've been blowed over the, all over the road with this thing, back and forth, back and forth. Is there anything you can do with that? Well, there, there are two considerations on a vehicle that has a tendency to blow around and, and roadwalk. One is to make sure that the toe is correct, and frequently we'll find out they're not. They're slightly towed out. And that'll give you this road wandering capability. The second is you got airbags, son. It's going to drive like a freaking boat. 
Are yeah, you? I know. I, have you, are you familiar with that uh, Bell, D-O-M-B-E-L? They have, they sell the airbags to retrofit on front end, and then they have the yes. little stabilizers. Well, I ordered a set of them stabilizers. I don't have mine yet. I, I don't even have them, but he said that was eventually. Well, let's hope so. Let me know if it does. All right. Well, I was just wondering if, if you heard anybody had them on, did they help at all? Because no. that helps the bulbs a lot, but... Yeah, I have I have not God. heard that it actually helps. Now, here's here's what I would recommend you do. I would like you to measure the toe in the front end of the truck. Okay? Okay. Measure it old school. And you're going to measure it old school type. You're going to need some duct tape. You're going to need an ink pen. You're going to need a tape measure and a helper. Think you can come up with those? Yes, I do. Yep. Okay, good. Now, what you're going to do in a parking lot, don't have to be in a shop. You want the, you don't want any snow on the ground. You don't want it raining, okay? You can leave the trailer on. Doesn't matter. I want you to drive the truck straight ahead and roll it up to an easy stop someplace. Then on the back side of the two steer tires, I want you to put a little duct tape on the tread of the tire on the back side of the left one and the back side of the right one. And the tread should be low enough that you can run a tape measure across underneath there without hitting anything. That right. make sense? All right. Yep. You're going to make little ink marks on each one of those pieces of duct tape. You're going to slide the tape measure across. One guy's going to hold it on one mark. You're going to measure to the other mark. And you're going to find out how wide it is. Okay? Right. Yep. Then you're going to drive the truck forward until those two pieces of duct tape show up in the front of the tire. Okay. And you're going to measure it again. And the front measurement should be a sixteenth of an inch shorter than the back measurement. Front sixteenth inch shorter, okay. Now, if the front's wider, you just found a whole bunch of road wander problems. Or if it's zero, if it's the same. Yeah, zero would not be good either. Both of them were road wander terribly. Now, if the toe's wrong, you can loosen the clamps on the tie rod on the back side of the steer axle and turn it up and toward the front. Now, if you turn it an eighth of an inch turn, you're going to change to an eighth of an inch. If you turn it a quarter turn, you can change to a quarter inch. Yep. So you turn it a little bit like your tape measure says you should just. Then you drive on forward two or three rotations of the tire, and you do the same toe measurement again. And when you get the measurement you want, you lock up the tie rod, and you're done. Okay, so I want a 16 inch Less toe, uh, less in the front than I do on the back of the tire. Correct. So the easy way to get the measurement on the back of the tire is to hold the mark on one side on the one inch, and then make the mark on the other side on a solid on a whole number, so that it's easy to see whether it was a larger or smaller number on the other side. Does that make sense? Right. Okay. Yep, I understand completely. Yes. Okay. Well, this does not take right. rocket science to check. Oh, great. That's wonderful. I appreciate it. Not a problem. You give us a call if you have any questions. We'll be glad to help you. Will do. Thank you very much. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Very good. How much that time we got left? Whiskey, Texas. Whiskey, Texas. All right. Uh, uh, we've only been at this for 40 minutes. Uh, 40? For 50 minutes. 50 minutes? we got about 10 minutes left. About 10 minutes left. We have another question? What? 
Yeah, uh, Maryland is is back. Maryland's back. He's asking another question. I don't know. Let's find out. Maryland, are you back? Yeah, I am back. Do you have another question? Yeah, I didn't want to take too much time because I had a simple maintenance question. I'm running um, Michelin X-Z3s on my steers. They are 22.5 low pros. Good. Um, I've been told that um, I need to rotate them at some point. I can't remember what kind of miles. Yes. But, uh, they are unidirectional. How do you do that? Do you have to dismount them, or is it even a good no, idea no. to rotate them? Yeah. No, here's here's the deal with the Michelin directional tire. And I've got a bulletin from Michelin that says this. Designed to help reduce the onset of irregular wear. So it's important that you mount them the correct way when you first buy the tire. Then as the tire breaks in and hardens itself up, because the original rubber is soft, then you can mm-hmm. rotate them and you don't have to worry about the direction anymore. Roughly the mileage that you can go before that rotation is. Oh, it doesn't really matter. Thirty, forty thousand miles, and go ahead and rotate them. So, if you've got more than thirty, forty thousand miles on it, don't worry about changing the direction of rotation. Just switch them. Really, just uh, just switch the tires. Basically, yep. that's right. Correct. No big deal. Yep. What about the drives? Uh, do you have to cross rotate them at some point? We I, um, recommend. I also have missions. <laughs> We recommend cross-roading drive tires in order to get rid of the heel and toe pattern that develops because of the engine horsepower. Right. But -hmm. if you're worried about that and you don't want, and you're not worried about the heel and toe, just move them front to back because the rear axle wears 25% faster than the front axle. So we want to make sure that they get rotated. And you want to wear them out as a set instead of as one axle first and then the other. Right. Up to how many miles for the drive? Well, measure the tread depth on the tire. Yeah. Now, when they start out, all of those drive tires are going to be the same depth. When the rear ones are four thirty seconds more worn than the front one, it's time to rotate. Okay. And you can either axe seconds. them. Yeah, four thirty seconds. And you can either axe them or move them straight, straight front to back. Steer tires, okay. when they're two thirty seconds difference, it's time to rotate. Yep. Gotcha. I was worried about the unidirectional, so that's that's awesome. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep. Not a problem, buddy. Thanks for coming. Very good. We did good. We did good. We have run out of questions and we have run out of time. Practically. Practically? Yeah, you got to get up at three in the morning. Is there something you want to talk about before we sign off? Well, there's nothing we have to talk about. There's something we have to, but is there something you want to? Is there some driving need that you have to express yourself that you haven't done? Over the. To our loyal listeners. Anything you want to talk about, it's up to you. I am not today. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) No fun to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, it's been a pleasure talking to you again tonight. We'll do this again next Sunday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.